I miss them so much. I don't care what their belief systems are. I don't care how they identify. <laughs> Republican, Democrat, uh, Jew, Palestinian, Christian, it doesn't matter to me. What matters is that I really miss my family. And what's more important, being right about something you believe in or being there and spending time in, in love and compassion? Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast, genuine conversations for authentic living. Hi, I'm Lisa Allshafer, empowerment life coach and author. And I am Sandra Pariser, health and wellness entrepreneur and truth seeker and truth speaker. And today's episode is about managing holiday stress. We are dressed for the season. We both got our red on. Not even on purpose, Lisa. <laughs> I know. We did not send each other a memo. Uh, so strategies for a joy-filled season instead of a stress-filled season. Yes. And we thought that this would be so appropriate, mostly because we uh, finished Thanksgiving in gratitude. And mm -hmm. we, we, or I, I'll speak more for myself. I have a very large family. I'm married with little children. Uh, Lisa, er Eric's out of the house. So I'm already experiencing some of uh, some of the pressures and the emotions that inherently come along with the holiday season. So we thought it'd be really fun to just kind of share with you some tips and tricks on, on how to really get through it from a more joyful place than a stressful place. So also make sure you like, subscribe, uh, share if you feel compelled. And by all means, please, please, please comment. I know we say this at the end of the podcast typically, um, but we should probably put it up front. We want to hear your thoughts and what moves you. And, uh, and we really would like to engage with you. So like, subscribe, share, and Lisa, take it away. All right. Well, you know, the holiday season, there's a lot going on in the holiday season. A lot of things come together at the end of the year, and then you got the new year following that so quickly afterwards. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's all, all about being merry and, and, and being joy-filled and gratitude and all that, but yet it brings so much stress to so many people. And I think just that alone makes people feel like, well, I'm, I'm not supposed to feel this way during the holidays. <laughs> and yet, it happens. It's just, it, it, it does bring a lot of stress with it for a lot of different reasons. So, um, so today we're going to talk about the five top stress inducing challenges of the holiday season and strategies to really overcome them. Mm -hmm. So really the first one is finances, the financial strain that the holidays can bring because the, um, you know, obviously there's gifts and there's, uh, you know, people hosting parties and there's travel and there's a lot of things that are going on financially at that time of year. I don't, I, it's, I think the top, um, you know, top sales in the economy is happening at this time of year. So, but what happens if, you know, you aren't in a state of abundance in your financial world uh, at that time of year? I actually remember a time when I was, um, uh, coming out of my divorce and which was, you know, I think 25 years or so at this point in time. And I was, you know, getting back on my feet and starting anew and all this type of stuff. I was actually living in my <laughs> bedroom that I grew up in with my now with my young son at the time. And, and he would have been about two, two years old at that mm -hmm. time. He's 27 now. So that's how I can gauge the, the timeline. But what happened is shortly after I, I moved back home is that I had a kind of a whirlwind transition um, of, of lifestyle at that time. And a company hired me. I was, again, living in my mom's bedroom, my old bedroom at my mm -hmm. mom's house. And um, all of a sudden, I'm this company is flying me out to Las Vegas, which is actually how I got here. A whole other story. But but the point I'm making here is they, they, they brought me out. They paid for everything, a nice hotel. The first time I'd been to Vegas, I walk into the Venetian and I'm just in awe because they have an amazing lobby. I think they have one of the best lobbies. Well, Bellagio is pretty good too, but the Venetian is just so beautiful, extravagant. Agreed. Right? And that's where we were staying. And that was my first like hit of Las Vegas, so to speak, from the mm -hmm. airport to there. Anyway, so they were, you know, the, the people in the company were gambling. And I remember we were sitting at a three card poker table and that might've even been, you know, one of the first times I had gambled or whatnot, but 
the CEO of the company was sitting next to me and he was putting money in front of me for my bet. And because I didn't have money to gamble. Um, and I ended up getting a royal flush in the three card poker, which is the highest hand you can have. And I walked away from that with $5,000. Wow. I never knew this story. How fun. I've got so many, but (laughs) yes. And so, but here was why I'm bringing it up because it was, it it was in December. And Mm. I remember thinking to myself, because when the holidays were coming by, you know, over the year, those years, I was struggling financially and it was, it was the first Christmas in a long time that I didn't have to worry about buying gifts because I had that $5,000. So I know both sides of the, Mm -hmm. both sides of the equation as you do Sandra as well, not having enough and then having more than enough and all that kind of stuff. So, but it is, it it can really be um, challenging on the, on the financial uh, front when it comes to this time of first time of, you know, and you know, you you and I've discussed this so many times, which is traditions in our family. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom used to go all out. I mean, I grew up, I, my mom was amazing, is amazing at Christmas, but when we were, you know, younger teenagers really is when I started, but when I really recall, and then through, you know, my late teens and early twenties, and then it was just that way until, you know, I got married and had other, uh, had another family, the tree would be so full of presents, all of them wrapped perfectly. (laughs) And it just didn't matter what it was. It was wrapped. Right. And then we had these stockings and the stockings all had lottery tickets. And, um, and that was really extravagant. We didn't come from, you know, an abundance of money where, you know, there, I mean, that was, and it was just something that was so important for her to have this overwhelmingly full presence full of it. And it was something that, uh, I have taken that with me throughout my entire life. I love Christmas. Um, I love all holidays. I love Hanukkah. We celebrate Hanukkah. We celebrate Christmas. We, you know, if there's something to celebrate, I'm celebrating because you know, that's my personality. Um, (laughs) but anyway, Christmas was one of those really special holidays for me. The older I grew, the more expensive things became like, when I was a kid, we didn't have iPhones, iPads, laptops, computers, like there really wasn't expensive gifts. I mean, an expensive gift when I was growing up was probably a pair of roller skates or, you know, some famous fashion shoe or something, you know, with a label on it today, depending on where you're at, just, just kind of know where you're at. It's okay to give gifts. So as you know, I progressed obviously in my um, in my business and, you know, I'm, I'm so blessed with abundance in finances and, but even still, I don't, I changed our family traditions a while back because, you know, while I have an abundance financially, which I'm grateful for, um, I also very much respect that I don't ever want to send anybody I love and care about into a financial doom. So what we've started doing, and I did this with my sister and her kids, um, because we all have kids at the same age, which is amazing. And they're all girls. And what we've decided to do is actually do a gift exchange. So Aurora and Stacey Mia will go into their toys and they will pick specific toys for them to send. And we will send them to uh, my nieces. And um, that's just a tradition. It's a great way. I mean, our kids these days, and this kind of is an across the board thing with how expensive things are, um, mm. is that I don't, we don't typically spend a lot of money on gift giving, whether it's for their birthdays or whether it's for the holidays. Um, we just don't because I don't want that to be something that they feel like they have to do in their family moving forward and giving gifts from the heart. Um, yeah. It is so cool. And let me tell you, the gifts, they love the gifts. So mm-hmm. that's just, in, in depending on, of course, the ages of your children, um, I would say, especially with finances, know where you are, set a budget and honor that. And, and whatever the budget is, you know, I always used to get oranges in my stocking. I still don't know why my mom did that, but like, who cares about an orange? I think she wanted to just stuff the stocking full of stuff. So if that's kind of where you're at, you know, underneath my tree, even still, just cause I want it to look the way it did the way that my mom made it look. 
I have boxes that are wrapped with nothing in them, you know, just so it looks that way. Um, But it's really important. You don't want to, you don't want to add stress to an already stressful time. Yeah, exactly. I need to put some fake gifts under my tree because it's just like nothing's underneath there right now. Anyway, it looks so barren. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, it's just me and Eric. So usually I get him a bigger gift, you know, it's yeah. whatever. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, so budgeting, I think is, I mean, it's such a, you know, straightforward thing, but I think by knowing what your budget is, it's going to bring less stress because if you're just like, oh my gosh, I got to get all these people, all these things, and you're just like spending money. So mm-hmm. just make a, like make a budget. And I love the gift exchange, um, mm-hmm. strategy because, you know, at, at, uh, the office where I, where my office is, uh, Dr. Kwan, you know, Q wellness mm-hmm. and family centers, right. Um, what she does is she does the, the gift exchange, right? The elephant gift exchange, white elephant gift exchange. I love it. So, so fun. Everyone isn't stressed about, I got to get everybody in the office, something it's just one gift. And then you do the, gel, mm-hmm. uh, the white elephant gift. You I've been to yours. Got, I always get yours. It's so, oh, I love it. I still have it. You um, always get feel mine. <laughs> I, like, I strategize. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I was I love a total it. strategy last time, last <laughs> time, total strategy, but I ended up with it. I was meant to have it. Anyway, um, so, so that's good too. And just, you know, consider just doing DIY gifts as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do a lot of, especially over the last couple of years, just cause I was already getting into candle making and, you know, I got a cricket machine and things like that. So I, I personally like to make the gifts and they take a lot of time, but you know, um, it just depends if I have the time you know, to do that. And you know, one of my favorite things that is very inexpensive and yet I love, and you and I've talked about this in a, in a prior podcast, I absolutely love holiday ornaments. So Mm -hmm. like with pictures on it and and then the year, like, so every year when I do my thing, and if this is your thing, I think it's just a great, this is the gift that I plan on giving this year to, to the, the people I give gifts to is something more personalized, I want the kids to pick it out. Um, I have Stacy Mia uh, drawing a piece of art because uh, one of my dear friends, Corey, requested that, you know, a hand-drawn piece of art. She can do anything, but it has to be hand-drawn. And so, um, and Stacy loves to draw. So we're going to just, little things like that. Like, would my mom and my stepdad appreciate that more than a gift? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so choose think, things that are sentimental. Yeah. And I think too, this just popped in for me. And that is, you know, a lot of times I think some people have an equivalency that they feel they need to meet. So someone might be able to afford a $500 gift or a $200 gift or a hundred dollar gift, whatever it is. That doesn't mean you have to meet them at that level mm-hmm. of a gift back. And I think yeah. that's a, I think that's actually pretty common for people. Oh my gosh, they got me this really nice gift. Now I need to give them a really nice gift. And if it's not in your wherewithal to do that, it's not an obligation. (laughs) It's just give them what you can. It's about the thought right behind the gift. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, okay. I think we tackled that and it, it, and you know, and another thing too, wait, before we move on from that, Mm -hmm. get a buy-in just like with me and my sisters, when, you know, we, we'd all had said, Hey, you guys, let's just, everybody save some money. And we all agreed at that time, like we haven't been giving gifts to each other since we have gotten older. We would do one gift exchange at our family Christmas Eve party at my aunt's house, um, which was always so much fun. They're just so much fun. Um, So, but for the kids, you know, just that way nobody spends any money. You're going to pay for it in shipping. uh, But as long as you get, you know, communication. And then also that's so important. Yes, there is no you know, because someone spends this much, you should feel like you have to spend the same. Um, I think that, I think that most people, most Americans are deeply feeling, uh, inflation and it is a really weird thing. So, I mean, I was at the grocery store yesterday and do you know what a little Carl is? No. Okay. So it's, it's, um, hot cocoa in the form of a snowman and it's such a great gift, right? So you put milk oh, and then you, yeah. you put the Carl in there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing dissolves. <laughs> so, yeah. 
um, I had it as a gift. A friend of mine had given it to the kids a couple years ago and it just, I didn't even know what it was to, enough to read the directions and actually mm -hmm. make it work. So the kids yeah. figure it out, right? So uh, Aurora makes a Carl the other day and, and drinks almost none of it. And I go to the grocery store and I said, Aurora, she's like, can we get more Carl's? Can we get more Carl's? And I said, Aurora, that is $31.99 for you to not drink any of it. The <laughs> answer is no. So, yeah. so, you know, just, um, anyway, communicate with your family really important or those that you give gifts to. And anyway, it's, it's so important because then nobody feels bad, which is what we want to eliminate is any type of hurt feelings throughout the already existing stressful time. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So moving on to the second challenge and that is family dynamics. Oh yes. I'm almost wondering if that should be first. <laughs> I think that that should have been first. Yeah. You know what? Well, yeah. they're, they're not, these are not in order of what's they're most not, important yeah. for you because um, yeah. I will say, honestly, this is the, this is the most tricky. Can I just take this real quick? Cause this is something that yeah. is. Well, let uh, me just let me give a little kind of a little yeah, yeah, yeah. substance around it because you know, we have differing personalities. We have different belief systems, which, you know, um, I know in your family, there's a lot of differing belief systems and things like that in your family, right? Unresolved issues, strained relationships, things that have been unresolved for potentially a lifetime, if not for years or whatever, or there's recent, you know, disagreements and so forth. And here you are all coming together and it can really cause some, some stress. So mm -hmm. anyway, go mm -hmm. ahead, Sandra. Yeah, no. Um, it, 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 and again, you know, like Lisa saying, it depends on your own personal traditions, but this year it feels, um, I'll just speak really candid about this, which is why we thought this topic was really important is because, um, we're all going to struggle with it. No matter where you are, things are so different right now. Um, we are all just, I mean, so I'll, I'll just speak for myself and, and my immediate family. We're here, we're in Texas, we're all alone. Um, it feels very, uh, I don't want to say lonely. Um, isolated? Isolated. isolated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Lisa, you know, like we go all out, we do big parties and we have big events and we have tons of friends and family and you know, friends who have become like family and we just, we don't have that here. And this so it's actually going to be, we're going to tackle that too, uh, as a challenge, but yeah. To, yeah. Maybe so, so yeah. Cause that I think is, is, mm -hmm. is one of our last points, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so we're feeling it. So then you enter into family dynamics and it's like, okay, so we really want, I really want my mom and my stepdad to come out here. Uh, they, they've got some health conditions. So, you know, we're like, okay, well maybe we'll go to California. And then it's like, oh gosh, go to California during the holiday season and the traffic and just the, and this goes into another bullet point, which is the time management piece too, that, that people need yeah. to take into consideration. So they're, they're all cum a, culminating together for you, except for the are. financial one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, you know, like I miss my, I miss my mom and my stepdad. I miss them terribly. Um, and then there's my sister and, um, you know, my family has just been ripped to smithereens over the last couple of years since my dad decided to take up crystal methamphetamine in November of 2019. Um, since then, and even maybe a year prior to that, um, the political beliefs, the belief systems, the you know, everybody wants to stand and say they're right about so many things and that the splinter in the family really hurt. It just hurt. And so there was a natural separation where my whole family kind of blew up at that time. And then, you know, we just never came back together since. Um, not my mom and stepdad, but I mean, my sisters and my brothers and, and my, my, my siblings. So as it stands right now, I got one sister left, really. And so, oh God. So I said to Alan, I said, you know, I'd really like to invite Abe and Amy out um, and the kids for Christmas, we'll fly them out. And Alan says, well, what will happen last time will happen again this time. And my sister and I got in this horrific fight. 
and there was just, I didn't think we'd ever talk again. But I miss her so much. And I said to my husband, I said, but that will never happen again. We're not the same. I'm not the same. She's not the same. And so as I'm saying this, I'm processing it, right? Mm -hmm. I miss them so much. I don't care what their belief systems are. I don't care how they identify. (laughs) Republican, Democrat, uh, Jew, Palestinian, Christian. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is that I really miss my family. And what's more important, being right about something you believe in or being there and spending time in, in love and compassion and, um, you know, so what's more important? So the family dynamics is something worthy of a look, you know, do you feel like, you know, for me, I don't, what I believe doesn't matter. I just want to spend time and I want to laugh and love. Yeah. And I, and that's, you know, really, looking at it from a place of prioritizing what's most important, right? Right. And that's what's most important to you. Right. Right. Put all, you know, in the holidays, if we could just put that stuff to the side, put it right. in the parking lot. You can revisit it if you want later. <laughs> put right. it in the parking lot and then just, you know, just really get back into what really is the reason for the season, right? It's 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 to prioritize what's most important and really relationship is everything is everything and that's why it's it's um you know we touched on this a little bit last week which was um putting our restraints on somebody else you know like if 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 we get to this place where you know I don't even know if my sister's watching. If it does, I love you so much. Um, you know, we, I know for sure that her and I are in a completely different place for all sorts of reasons, but we, we also have lost so much family uh, together. And yeah. so I know she's feeling the same way I'm feeling, which is we don't have anybody else. There's nobody else. And, um, and so it really kind of forces you to value uh, what you have. Um, and But either way... You know, I would call her as I invited her and I would say to her, I miss you. I love you. Let's it. And, but we already are already there. You know, like we now our relationship is, is way more uh, heart centered. Now there's other family that we have that, you know, and you guys might be in the situation too, where it's just not worth it because, because some of our family is really, um, you know, stick their hands in the sand and it's, and, and they have decided that their particular belief structure is so important to them that it, it wouldn't even be a safe place emotionally, uh, to put yourselves in, you know, so you, you kind of have to figure out, you know, where the emotional impact. So if it just ends up, it's, it's just the four of us under this roof, for the holiday season, that's okay too. Yeah. It is okay too. And that's really setting boundaries, right? It's setting boundaries with people uh, because just because you're going in and putting things in the parking lot doesn't necessarily mean they will, whoever they is of the family or friends or whoever it might be. And so therefore it's just, you know, it's learning again how to do your best to, to neutralize the energy if someone is like that in your uh, holiday people, right? This is, goes for any time of the year, but really. Um, and and to know, I mean, we all pretty much know people's hot buttons. Some people push them intentionally. <laughs> and if they're trying to push yours intentionally, just, just neutralize that as best you can and just reroute just reroute because it's yeah. just they're they're looking for a fight or they're looking to set their views straight with everybody right. or whatever it is and the, oh I got everybody here now I can really give them a piece of my you know mind or whatever it is I mean hopefully you don't have too many of those but they're they they're they're out there right and yeah. so um you know it's it's putting that to the side to the best of your ability and then just uh and I think this is another important piece is to have a place that you can go, like a 
if you know you're you're coming up against somebody like that at the holidays, you know, Uncle Bob or or Aunt Shirley or whoever it is, <laughs> you know, whoever that person might be in your world is just have a little bit of a pre-plan because you already know that that's where they're going to go or whatever the case might be. And maybe just kind of prepare yourself a little bit before you go into there, not to engage in escalating it, but how can you de-escalate it? And one way that you can do that is like having a neutral zone. So if it's at Aunt Shirley's place and if Aunt Shirley and Aunt Uncle Bob or whoever it is are, are a couple, then you got a double whammy there and they're going to feel a lot more comfortable in their own home to to share whatever they feel because it's well it's our home we can say whatever we want or whatever again I'm, I'm talking about difficult people <laughs> and so then maybe pick a different place to have a get together or a gathering and um you know even if that's not possible then you you strategize with whoever you're coming with if you're not coming with somebody then you got to strategize on your own but you know okay well if this starts to happen we're going to move to this subject right? If yeah. you're with somebody. And if this starts to happen, you're just going to do whatever you need to do. Excuse yourself, uh, you know, whatever. If it's in your home, then you can have your little, like if, if someone's getting out of, out of whack, then Ellen, you take over and I'm going to go off into the, you know, into this room and just kind of settle or whatever the case might be. Right. So that, you know, you're tag teaming each, you know, you're, <laughs> you're helping each other out and as support, when you know you've got a difficult person to work with or yeah. people to work with during that time. Hopefully that's not the case for too many, but again, it happens. That's why this is one of the, the bigger ones that is in there. Now, if you have somebody who's kind of in the in-between, right, who maybe uh, there's some challenge in the relationship or there's this ongoing resistance, this ongoing kind of strain that's been in a relationship, <clears throat> but they're maybe not like that super difficult person, is just practice active listening and empathetic listening. Yes. Is be put on the ears more than the mouth and see what happens. Because oftentimes that can really start to shift that energy. And even if it's just, you know, you got a short-term goal, <laughs> holiday yeah. season. Now this would be good to do ongoing, but ultimately you can just put out, you know, use your ears. What do they say? You've got two ears and one mouth because you should be using them twice as much. Mm -hmm. And that might be, that might be helpful to those kind of an underlying tension that might exist with people in your family. Yep. And, or, I mean, even, you know, another thing that, that Alan and I are bumping up against, and again, it just depends on, it depends on where you're at. Um, kind of literally, geographically, have you made a move? Are you, is your family still around? Are they, you know, a distance away? What does that look like? For, you know, everybody's going to have a little bit of a different circumstance, but whether they're in your backyard and it's traditions that you've had your whole life or that you created as adults, it's also okay to tra change traditions. Um, <laughs> the stupid elf on the shelf, ours is named Kisses, hasn't moved since December 1st. <laughs> so Alan and I are sitting there like, are we done with this tradition? Right. So in, in, you know, and maybe, maybe we just decide that we're going to change our family traditions and that's okay too. And I think that, you know, as we talk about whether it's family dynamics or the financial, um, component, you know, like everybody's dealing with a different set of circumstances and the world has so dramatically changed. And I yeah. think all of our feelings in general are a little more, uh, sen we're sensitive. We're far more sensitive um, because we've all lost so much. And this division, which is why Lisa, you and I are here in the first place, the division that um, is felt when you're talking about, you know, just any Republican and Democrat or, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter or um, it just pick anything, right? Lately, yeah. the, the yeah. war in Israel and um, the people, it's like all of these issues can just send people into uh, an emotional tirade. And so, you know, depending on where you're at, if you can handle that by, again, just kind of listening, right? But for me, at least I know that um, even though we don't have um, relationships the same way we did in Vegas, you know, maybe this year we'll change them. I don't yeah. know. You know, it's okay to do that, everybody, too. 
take something you've done for years and years and years, as long as your kids have been alive and it's okay to change it. So, well, and to just spend time with the family, again, we kind of maybe leave that a little bit to the, to when we get, when we get to another challenge, um, which is loneliness and isolation, but we'll, that's coming. Yeah. And I think that would be a good time to maybe talk about that. You, your family being so experiencing it so differently than you have in the past. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the, the third challenge is time management and over commitment. <laughs> so here you guys are, again, you guys always have a lot going on. Right. And so now this year is going to be different, you know, for you, but it can come with, you know, I mean, like, especially for you guys traveling and parties and events and holy moly, it just can be a whole lot of stuff going on. And, and then there's a lot of feeling of obligation, kind of like with the gifts, you know, well, they gave me this, you know, uh, $500 gift. I got to give them. It's like, heck no. Yeah, great. <laughs> they, no. That, great. Thank you. But yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, but you know, it's, it's recognizing that, that, um, you know, it's, that's, I mean, time management and, and overcommitment is all these things are existing outside of the holiday season. But the holiday season really brings it into an, uh, uh, an amplified state. So if you can really use the holiday season as a way to tackle some of these things that you actually contend with throughout the rest of the year, why not? Yeah. Really use that, that, that intense energy of the holidays when stress really can be at its heightened state to really figure out some really healthy strategies to deal with all the time if you right. are someone who overcommits and has a difficulty with time management and really the first thing to deal with that is really prioritizing mm -hmm. you know if you look at um you know who are the most important people that i know i want to spend time with at the holidays right and then there's so there's that inner ring if you will mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously yeah. family is going to be at least the immediate family is going to be the core and then you have you know, whatever, maybe either friends or family that kind of exist in the second ring out. And you just want to make sure those are covered for if that's right for you. Right. And then you start to go, go out to, okay, the third ring, fourth ring, whatever acquaintances and <laughs> all these people, good friends, but you know, you got, you got to make sure you cover this inner circle first before you start to go out into these higher ones. And if, you know, so that's, it's kind of like the, um, <clears throat> you know, um, uh, there's a, there's a, what, I, I don't know what you would call it. I guess, uh, an analogy where, um, you have like a jar and it's all about priorities. This is a mm -hmm. priority analogy. And so if you, you start off and you have big rocks, right. And you put rocks in the jar and then you fill it up to as many big rocks as you can get. And then, you know, like, can you get any more in? And like, if you're mm -hmm. talking to students, can you get any more, fit any more in here? No, it's full. Is it? And then you start to bring in some pebbles and then you put yeah. pebbles into the, <laughs> and then, into and the then jar. you cement it with the and sand. Feel, yeah, well, yeah, let me, <laughs> it's like telling the end of the joke, right? I know. Well, okay. You were so close. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, that's the yeah. yellowness. Um, anyway, so can you, can you, um, you know, fit, is, it, is it full? Yes, it's full. And then you bring in the sand and then you fill it up with the sand and, and then now, now you're full. But if you put in the sand first, you're not going to have room for the big rocks and you're not going to have room for the pebbles. The big rocks are the first priorities. The pebbles are the next level of priorities and the sand are the last priorities. And so you want to, you know, really put your rocks in first and make sure there's enough room to fill in your schedule with what's most important and then bring in the pebbles and then bring in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give away the yeah, you one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, yes. Okay. So, but it, but that is, I mean, that's an analogy for life for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and there's, you know, here we are, we're already, you know, Christmas is going to be over before we even know it. The holiday season will be done before we uh -huh. even blink our eye or you're listening to this podcast, but it is time management. Um, it kind of, there's a double-edged sword here. I, I, in a good way, you know, as, as we're even kind of working through all of this and, uh, the emotions of the holidays is that 
there's really only a handful of Saturdays in the month of December. Most of us have nine to five jobs and our kids are in school. And just in the, na the nature of where Christmas lands this year, um, at least for anybody that has, you know, school age kids or kids in college, like, you know, Christmas is on a Monday. So that whole week leading up to Christmas, and I love it this way, right? Because like you can get so much done while we're waiting for, you know, because Christmas isn't on a Thursday or, you know, a, a, on a Saturday or even a Sunday. It's on a Monday. So it's, it's, we get to go all the way through this. And so instead of it being, you know, two days, it, it like we're blessed enough that it can be, you know, more of a organized and not so chaotic time management, right? For, um, for the parents and, and, you know, we just can kind of work our way through it, but there's only so many, you know, over commitment. If you, if you, again, really kind of know where you're at, know where you're at emotionally and, and don't take on more than you can chew. And, uh, one thing that I will say just cause I throw parties a lot, or I used to, yeah. um, mm -hmm. is that, you know, don't say you're going to be there and not show up, you know, mm. just don't that will hurt you more than you think that it will. Um, so, you know, when you say yes, you know, obviously bearing that you get sick or we were talking about showing up late and being chronically late. Um, but, you know, honor where you're at so that if you, if you, you know, don't say you're going to be somewhere and not show up. I, it doesn't even matter if it's your, your parents' house, you know, like on Christmas Eve or Christmas well, especially Day. Especially on your parents' house, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I mean, if you just really don't feel like you can make it, honor that too. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah. don't say and you're that's about. Yeah, and that's about learning to say no, which is yes. a strategy. Learning to say yeah. no. But how many people do we know, including myself, at least at one point in time, mm -hmm. the, again, this, this is where the people pleasers come in. They just want to say yes, because they'll feel bad if they say no, mm -hmm. but learn to say no. Mm -hmm. Here's a little bit way you can give yourself that breathing room to give yourself the allowance is don't say yes. And then not show up. Like you said, say, you know what, let me get back with you on that. So you're not doing an immediate yes, because <laughs> the knee jerk reaction is just to say, yeah, I'll be there. And then, you know, hmm it might not work out that way is to say, I, I think I'm not sure I'm able to come, but if anything changes, I'll let you know. Or I think I have something going on that day, but if something changes, I'll let you know. That way you're not obligated to get back with them. If you don't really want to put that in your, you know, in your yeah. schedule to have to do. And so there's ways to politely decline without just a straightforward no, right? You're not just right. gonna, no, I'm not coming. You know, it's it's just I got something uh, else we, going on is the easiest yeah. way to always yeah. say it. You know, I'm, I'm and if, so but if you're yeah, either you do or I've got something going on that day. But if you're kind of in that in-between state and you haven't fully decided yet, then you can say, Well, I'm not sure I'll have to check my schedule. But if I can come, I'll let you know. I mean, say it whatever way it comes out, but that's basically what you're doing is you're not giving a yes in the moment and you're giving yourself time to process and decide, is this a priority for you? Yeah, I've gotten really, really good at that over time. Yeah. The hardest was always my family. You know, the holidays mm -hmm. were always so, because there were so many things that I'd want to do and I'd feel committed to my mom's side of the family. Then I, you know, oh gosh, then I had my dad's side of the family and like there was just so much family. And, you know, we're not in that situation anymore, but it, that's the, that's the family dynamic. And that's the time management piece, like honor where you're at always, you know, and there's a gentle way to, to say, you know, I can't make it for whatever reason, you know, but, but, you know, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but you definitely mm -hmm. don't want to put yourself in a situation that you're not going to be comfortable with. Right. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What we and got next. And that goes also to just one more thing about that is schedule your own downtime, your own self-care time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, because there is more amplified energy during this, this season, the holiday season, right? You know, you want to make sure that you're replenishing your energy source. You're replenishing your, what you need to move through this, you know, this season, you know, with the, with the energy that you really want to be fueled by, not stress yeah. energy, but but just natural energy that you get by replenishing and refreshing and giving yourself some rejuvenation downtime 
um, what, whatever that looks like for you. It could be meditation. It could be a massage. It could be just alone time. <laughs> you know, for some people, that's with a friend. Sometimes it's just getting on the phone yeah. with a friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Talking for it sure. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which also is another strategy for the next one, which is the one we keep referring to, and that's loneliness and isolation. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is where we can really expand on the opportunities that are yeah. right for you right now and the yeah. family and, and everything is through that because you're not necessarily loneliness, but you are missing you know, mm-hmm. you are missing your family and you are more isolated because you now live in a state that, you know, you in went in the middle of the country two years ago at this point, right? Two yeah. years ago, you moved to Texas. Yeah. Yep. Right. And a- right so, after on the 26th of December, two years ago, yeah, we started packing it up and away we went. Yeah. And, you know, some people don't even have family. Some people are really alone mm-hmm. at this time of year. And this, actually, I believe, I don't know the statistics, I'm just pulling this in now, but I believe this is a highly depressive time of year for people as well. And it is in general, like our, our suicide rates are through the roof. Yeah. And, you know, thank you COVID for so many things, but not for that. People are, you know, again, Lisa, why you and I were, are here is now the holidays are, I think the holidays are typically the, the highest suicides, uh, suicide month, um, but you take that and then you add on to it where we're at in general. And uh, I just actually had a, um, I was talking to a dear friend last night who um, her really good girlfriend lost her sister to suicide who had two kids and um, which is just like, wow, it is so heart, heart wrenching. So what a perfect topic to talk about right now. Yes, managing mm-hmm. managing your emotions and and getting to the heart of how you're feeling. Yeah. And, you know, two, it's recognizing a lot of people don't want to talk about their feelings during the holiday because they shouldn't. It's a time of, you know, joy and celebration and all that. So they feel like they're going to be the bummer, the... <laughs> You know, bringing down the season if they talk about what they're actually feeling. Right. And so it's important that, no, this is, you know, this is a a time that, you know, you want to be reaching out. If you have someone to reach out to, which most people have someone to reach out to, but not everyone has someone to reach out to. But if you do have someone to reach out to, reach out to that person Mm -hmm. and and talk to them about what you're really feeling. Don't put on the happy, Mm -hmm. merry face because that's what you think you should do. Just be honest and say, you know, I'm struggling right now um, with my my own isolation and my own loneliness. Right. And, and I feel like I'm just, you know, an island out here and everyone else is together. And actually there's a lot of little islands, you know, <laughs> out there going on. And, and, and so it's important to reach out. Uh, and, you know, even attending like community events or going to church or going to the synagogue or going to wherever you might go, even if you don't normally go, maybe just a touch point for you that's needed during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that might be a little bit more of a stretch for people, um, but ultimately it is a possibility to go to some sort of a community event. And then also to, if you really are, you really feel like you just don't have anybody in your world, then, you know, Sometimes that's where social media is not always a good place to be, but it depends, you know, it depends on where you're at in life and, you know, having some sort of a connection, um, through the technology, you know, uh, whether it's, I mean, even the games, you know, I know for, um, the video games right now are so they're, they've got pros and cons, right? But they do have pros. And I think that's one of the pros we've become more, of a more isolated, especially for the younger generation. So many are, are creating friendships through video games. Mm-hmm. And so do we, we don't want to poo poo the whole darn thing. We don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? right? We want to recognize there are some pros to this. And yeah. for those who are maybe more introverted and maybe just don't, aren't very, you know, out in, in making friends and that yeah. it is actually human connection, even though it's through the world of video games and technology, it is still connection. Is it the healthiest possible connection? Probably not, but at least it is connection. And so that's also another, you know, way to kind of move through If you you really are struggling, and Lisa, you and I were just talking about this earlier today. I I have a channeler I work with every week 
-hmm. I just, every week because not that I'm struggling, just that I, I'm, I'm really trying to make sense of this (laughs) experience here. And, um, you know, and so I, it's really important me to spend the money on the self-care. It, to me, it's, 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 it's the thing that, that I think personally, everybody should have somebody that they talk to on a professional level. Um, just because this game of life is really, really hard. So if you're really struggling, give a gift to yourself and find somebody to talk to because it'll pay you in spades. <laughs> you yeah. will, you know, I mean, at least for me, okay, so it's loneliness. It's, you know, I, I'm literally isolated from, you know, my friends and family, but that, that, you know, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, I, I do miss my family very much. And so it's that time of the season that, or the time of the year that, that through the season that you reflect a lot. And I've had a lot to reflect on. This has been for me personally, the year of massive radical shifts and changes inside of me. So it's also, it's good for me to, um, to express it, you know, and we're all feeling it. But anyway, I say, give the gift. If you're really, really struggling, just find somebody to talk to because you know what? Life is worth living, finding our purpose. That's, that's, that's why we're here and we're all here for a reason. So yeah. And even um, in your circumstance this year about, you know, it's, it's the four of you. Is it the four of you or is your, is your mother-in-law there? Uh, she's back in Vegas. Uh, she, yes. Okay. So it's yeah. just the four it's of you. It's the four of us. It's the yeah. four of you. Yeah. So when's the last, when's the, when is the, have you ever, have you ever done the holidays with just the four of you before? Nope. So mm-hmm. I look at this as such a beautiful opportunity. To create new tradition. To, create, yeah, like you were saying, to create new traditions, but just to have the experience of just the four of you without all the, all the hullabaloo (laughs) around you. And it may come out as a, you know, I, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, how it goes and, and so forth, because I think it's beautiful. I think it's wonderful because knowing you, and for those of you who obviously don't really know us that well, anyway, um, you know, you, you throw parties, you throw the grand parties, right? And the funny thing is, and I've, I don't know if I've shared this with you, but, um, I know I've shared it with, I don't know who it was, maybe Terry or somebody, but anyhow, um, you know, I'm, I'm, a um, the personality type that I love one-to-one conversations. I love small gatherings and intimacy, right? That's the blue personality, which is from the color code. And so you're the yellow. So you're like party on <laughs> the more people, the better. Right. Which is kind of funny. So I, obviously our relationship clearly is very close. But it's yeah. close, not because of those parties, because I barely yeah. talk to you at your parties. <laughs> I find another blue like Terry, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we we kind of gravitate towards mm-hmm. each other most of the time. I think she's and she's a blue personality, too. Right. And we yeah. just have this great conversation. and You're off, you know, doing Float your thing around. at the party. <laughs> That's right. And so it's kind of funny. But yeah, so this is a very different, um, you know, for you as well, just on that level. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, it was something Alan actually did bring this up. He says, you know, why don't we have a party? And I'm like, but I don't want to uh-huh. because I've turned more into what you're talking about. You know, yeah. I, I, when I'm around people, I want to have more of a connection than, yeah. you know, it's, it, I, I am changing. So yes, this might just be a very uh, beautiful gift from universe to have a quiet new building new traditions. And mm-hmm. interestingly enough, so, uh, the first day of Hanukkah is Thursday and my aunt and uncle on my dad's side. So my dad's brother, um, who I love and adore them there. I, my family is very well, and I'm older and you know, things happen. So, um, they moved here. They're two hours North and my cousin's here and, and her kids. And, and so we're actually starting something new, which is we're going to make pasta together. And my aunt is so awesome because I'm really interested in like documenting my, my ancestry, my family, right? My family is, is just, it's fascinating. You know, I'm a daughter of the American revolution and all these things. So, so this will be a fun thing. So we're going to do pasta and latkes Mm -hmm. and my aunt's going to bring, you know, all of our pictures and some of our 
our timetables. And so this weekend I get to spend time, which, which is, I'm so excited just to spend time with my yeah. family in a close, intimate scenario, not the big, you know, let's yeah. throw a party. I wonder if I'll ever get back there. Anyway, okay. Well, it, doesn't have number- to, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It just can be that that yeah. combination, you know? Yeah. So now you get to get on one side of the spectrum to see how that feels to you, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I do like the, re- the, the closer intimate relationships. I value that more today than I've ever valued that before. So yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Okay. Well, take it away. What's number five. Okay. So number five is health and wellness challenges. <laughs> so <laughs> I can speak to this one. I think you can as well, but you know, so I, I started, um, eating differently back in June, I believe, June or July. I can't remember. I think it was July. Um, so it's been, it's been a while now and I completely cut out sugar and I cut out mostly carbs. I went mostly carnivore, but kind of brought in some things. So I guess you could say keto carnivore-ish type, um, eating. And, it has been amazing. I mean, I've, I've lost, I've lost so much weight. I'm not even trying, well, I'm not really trying to lose weight. I was actually doing it just to eat healthier mm-hmm. because I'm going to be turning, you know, the big six O next year. And I want to just, you know, I'm Dang, really, Lisa, you're getting old lady. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, you know, the years are, the years are coming, whether you want them to or not. Well, and and I, age, I, is, age is just a number. Just, you yeah. and I both agree. The number one thing is, is how we physically feel. Yeah. And, in our mind and, and how we, and, how we are and how we view yeah. it and all that. Yeah. So, but I did know that I've been pretty healthy most of my life and, uh, I've been healthy most, yeah. I have been healthy all my life. There was a few little things that popped up one after your party <laughs> at Christmas and my appendix You're went always going to blame me for the hospital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> days later, I'm in the emergency room and I was there for nine days over Christmas. So that's a whole nother way to spend Christmas. Right. Um, or the holidays, right? Is I was in the hospital on Christmas because uh, I had my appendix removed. <laughs> so that was back in 2019, I believe. And uh, anyway, so um, so there's just been, you know, something like that. That's done, you know, that you don't revisit that one. That one's out, out of the body. Body. But the gallbladder has kicked out, kicked me into the emergency room twice now over the, uh, a year ago or so. And so I just was like, okay, you know, things are going to start to happen and all this, cause I'm a, I was a chocolate hall, chocolate you know, from the moment I'm like, I came out, where's the chocolate <laughs> from, the, from my mom? Where's the chocolate? I mean, chocolate's good. always been one of my big things and, and sugar, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, so this 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 whole way of eating has really changed um, changed a lot. I mean, I I've lost I think eighteen pounds. I didn't even know I had eighteen pounds to lose. I didn't either. You know, and uh, and so and I'm not again. I'm not trying to lose weight. Like like okay, let's 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 bottom out here because I'm not really wanting to lose any more weight. Um, but it's just my body's kind of finding it's I guess where it needs to yes. to settle in right? But again, it's removing the sugar and a lot of the carbs. And this is right for me. I'm not saying that I'm not promoting this. I'm just saying this is what I'm doing. Okay. And so anyhow, so now the holidays are coming and while the holidays are full of carbs and sweets, I mean, come on, right? So I'm still evaluating uh, how I'm going to handle that because I, I know for me, and this is something that I've learned through this process is that there are moderators and there are abstainers. And I'm a I'm I'm an abstainer. If I start to bring in stuff like sugar, mm. it, it actually kicks off things in your phys- physiologically, right? In your system that starts to now go, oh, we've had a bite. It's like alcohol, right? It's like an it's an addiction. Yeah. It's like, like there's one chemical drink, reaction. One drink sure. can lead you, yeah, lead you yeah. off the wagon or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, the same thing can happen with sugar. So I'm really like, I'm not sure I'm even going to have any, I'm not even, not sure I'm even going to indulge in any of that. We'll see. Um, I did have a dessert way back when, and it, it didn't really, I was okay with it. I was, I didn't like kick me into anything, but I'm also pretty aware that I've got that pretty strongly in my, in my background. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, so for me, probably abstaining is going to be the right thing for me. But it doesn't mean it's going to be right for everybody. For some, it's just moderation. Well, and you know, I, I do want to tackle 
because the holidays are so riddled with alcohol. And I, I know for sure that is the most abused drug in the entire country world, probably. Right. It's legal and it's easy and it's accessible and it's, you know, and it's alcohol. Um, and there is no judgment coming from me because I've gone every which direction with it. Um, you know, I spent 13 months in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous in my twenties. So, and I, I play full out at everything. So, you know, I worked the steps and I got a sponsor and 90 meetings, 90 days. And, you know, I did the deal. Um, and so really alcohol too. So whether it's food or alcohol, especially if like you, you've decided to make some, this was a lifestyle change. This wasn't a, this wasn't a fad, right? Even when I did my 21 day uh, detox, that was at the end of it all. Like for you, you were going for a lifestyle change. You didn't, you really want it. And you're playing around with a program. You're playing around with your body. You put your body through a science project. And now that you found this balance, you know, the benefit was 18 pounds. That seems like so much weight. I know. I know. Did you get a whole new wardrobe? I did. I like, I had to go through two transitions. I would buy a pair of pants and then they started to get loose on me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go down to this, which is fun. That's actually the fun part of losing weight because I'm wearing my lowest, I'm at my kind of my lowest. I was in high school and I'm wearing the same Levi jeans, uh, (laughs) size, right. 27, 32, which was when I was, you know, and I had an eating disorder back then. Wow. So in high school. So You know, I, that's long gone. It's nothing I worry about today, but as far as picking that back in, that's, that's resolved. Right. But so now it's just, I'm, my body's actually naturally going down there. Yeah. And it's like, when I well, put those 27, yeah, yeah, 27 out. on, I was like, holy mackerel, this is so awesome. crazy, but how fun is this? <laughs> and then I'm getting, you know, you know, new pants. And I mean, I can't even mind, I can't, I'm swimming anything else now. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to me. I mean, I can't even yeah. believe it. And then yeah. I got new. I mean, well, you know, it, yeah, for you, it, it's, it's what your body did with it. For me, it's smoking. I, I, I don't know how long I'm going to marvel at the fact that I smoked my entire life, but I have zero. It's like, would I, would I pick up a cigarette and light it? No, not even, it's not even in, but I'm like you, like, like you and chocolate, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not <laughs> going back there again, you know? And so, yeah. But if you are struggling with, with an addiction, right, of any kind, food, alcohol, whatever it is, first of all, we've already talked about this, don't judge it, but with the holidays and alcohol especially, and I, I, I will speak to all my friends who have given up alcohol right now, and I have a handful of people who have done that, the holidays can be extra tricky. So really know where you're at. And if you just can't go to holiday parties, this year, then don't, you know, and, and, you know, the people that do decide to, um, you know, food's one thing, of course, of course, alcohol is another that can really, really, um, that people struggle with. So, um, you know, during the holidays, if you need to abstain, just abstain from food or from alcohol or from parties that have alcohol. If you don't feel like, uh, you can stick with a personal decision that is truly enhancing your life. It really will enhance your life to to put um, specifically alcohol and or drugs. I guess I'll kind of chunk all of that in the same thing. Um, the holidays will make something like that extra uh, challenging or difficult or however you want to put it. But, yeah. you know, just know where you're at. Look at where you're and- at. If- and you can have a support person if you, you know, if you know, if you're oh, going yeah. with somebody, just say, yeah. hey, you know, if you see me and you kind of see, I'm, I'm, I, you know, if you're going for the moderation, <laughs> yeah, if you're going yeah. for the moderation, then you can say, if you see that I'm starting to tip it and I'm not really being conscientious around what I'm yeah. putting in, you know, whether it's food or whether it's alcohol, whatever, yeah. just kind of give me a gentle, I'm giving you permission, give them permission <laughs> yes. to tap me on the shoulder, to just give yep. me a gentle little, uh, you know, you can have a word that you use or just love you, babe, or whatever. But you know, you have a pre like, so that other people don't really know what's going on if that's what's necessary. And, um, and And then you know what, Alan and I, Alan and I did that. Alan, you, you actually, you actually told me, God, this is like years ago that that was, it was such a great thing. You got to ask for permission 
And then when they say, Hey, you're going over the, you know, you're going a little over, calm it down. You have to, you have to give them grace and listen. And it, it is absolutely something that works. Yeah. If you work it. So that's, but, but yeah, there's a difference between if you're moderating, then moderate. If you're abstaining, you probably want to abstain because it's all so emotional anyway. If you're not sure, then probably better to abstain than to yeah. try to moderate. That's where yeah. we can get in trouble. Is the and even, even just get your buy-in from your partner to say, hey, you know what? I really want to go to this party, but I, I want to stay committed to not drinking or whatever. And, you know, and just so you're, you're again, this is a situation where we over-communicate everything, mm -hmm. right? Like it's just about relationships over communication and, and it really will, you know, you'll stick to your goals and, you know, we're bumping up against New Year's. So you and I will talk about New Year's resolutions. I personally mm -hmm. don't want, don't believe in them because I think if you're going to make a resolution, you make it, you know, I'm not going to wait till January 1st to quit smoking. No, <laughs> you know, like I, I did it in the time that I needed to do it. And, and whether it's drinking, smoking, food, you know, um, mm -hmm. this whole process of the game of life is about, you know, writing this through and feeling good about who we are. And yeah. Yeah. And, and, well, yeah. And, and so, you know, one of the common things that people start in the new year's resolutions is exercise. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it's, so I can speak on this one as well. Cause I started walking, um, which really helped with my energy. I was mm -hmm. getting a little stuck and stagnant. So <clears throat> I started walking every morning and then I got cold. And then I'm like, uh-oh, we got to find an alternative here. Although I'm I'm having to go in the middle of the day. And as anybody knows, I would get up and I would go right first thing in the morning. But now it's like 40 degrees and I'm like, I don't think so. Uh, but, you know, so I got to go to the middle of the day, which leaves a lot more room to reroute that. But the holidays can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So you might not be able to be as strict as you maybe normally are on your, on your, um, activity routines, your exercise routines, but don't let them completely fall to the wayside because it's that much harder to get back into them. Uh, there's a, there is a, um, <clears throat> I can't remember what the, what it's called, but like a, a, there's a book written about it. Never go more than two days, uh, off on what you're committed to. I, I'm already like struggling that. with that. I went back to the gym and then my tennis team ended up making it to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And so, Tennis is one thing, right? It, but it's not, it's not going to the gym. I need to exercise all the other muscles so that I don't get injured again. Like it's not, yeah. a, like I can run around it. So I, and I'm struggling with the same thing. I'm like, I just have to put it in my cast. So tomorrow is Tuesday and I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go play my tennis and you know, okay. So, but when am I going to go back to the gym? And because I did marathon tennis over the weekend, I have to go get adjusted and get my hip, you know, and then, but you're right. You're right. You know what? Something really to pay attention to is yeah, whatever you've committed to, you know, and it's okay. You know what? It's okay. Just start doing it again, whatever yeah. it is, you know, just pick it back up and then, and then get back in the rhythm. And I know for me, especially like all I have to do is go to one class and boom, all the endorphins kick in. And it's all of a sudden, all the good chemicals start flowing through my neurological system. And I'm like, oh, this feels so good. Okay, I'll go tomorrow, you know? And uh, well, and that reminds me of, a, there's a great book called Atomic Habits by James Cleary. So it's a really beautiful book. It's a, uh, it's a, so practical. <laughs> That's why I love yeah. it. It's so practical. And, so, and when, some of the things that he talks about is put, if, if you're having a hard time getting to the gym or doing the, put your put your walking clothes or your exercise clothes out the night before. Every yep. little thing helps to get you moving in the direction you want to go. Mm -hmm. And then if, if that doesn't get you, then put them on, <laughs> you know, and then whatever. So it's just kind of moving into start moving towards the things that you need to do in order to finally get there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just putting your, your exercise clothes out the night before is mm -hmm. enough to get you there. So, right. you know, don't underestimate these smaller things. These, that's why it's called atomic habits, right? <laughs> don't underestimate these smaller things because they all add up to a big result. Usually it's the smaller things that add up, that, that mm -hmm. compound, compounding effect on these smaller things that we can set ourselves up to succeed with. Yep. 
Yeah. And so with that, I just want to say, I want everybody to have really the best season. And, you know, as we go through this, you know, we're, we're doing this thing, this human experience together and we really are. And we're all feeling a lot of the same feelings, which is amazing. So I wish you a very happy holiday season. Thank you for your friendship means the world. Well, and I feel the same. So thank you for that. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And to everybody and to out there, did yeah. you want to say anything? Yeah, just, you know, these the, what we've laid out, these aren't all of the stresses. You know, you're going to have your own experience yeah. and some of these might work for you. Some of them might not. It's, it's, but do find strategies. That's the important thing. We've laid out, you know, quite a few today to be able to kind of get you started if you haven't been thinking in that way. But find what works for you, but find something that works for you. And strategies is always a good way to being prepared is much better than being caught blindsided, you know, at, you know, during these times. And so set yourself up for success by putting some of these into action. So, yeah. And I'll, I'll just say, you know, I'll let you finish it out, but, you know, thanks for joining us and, you know, I'll just remember that it's the reason for the season is more important than the, all of the other things like the gifts and all that kind of stuff. It's the love that you have in your life, the relationships mm-hmm. as we, you know, we, we truly value our relationship and uh, love each other. And that extends out to our immediate families as well. Um, but we, you know, and the way that we can from here is, you know, love you too. Mm-hmm. and are connected to you just it's just in a different kind of way yes and we hope that you experience more love and connection throughout the holidays and absolutely. we hope we can help in some way to do, be able to do that absolutely and we would love to hear your stories in the comments below and you know something that moved you or just i mean how is it going how is it going so all right everybody well we will see you all next week and have a beautiful December.